shoved into the device to help lead me to the recorder and the confidence is stored inside. When I finished listening to words I had no recollection of speaking, I cut open the mattress and hid the communicator inside. Week after week, month after month, I tried to pretend that what the device revealed isn't real. After all, haven't I seen evidence every day that my fellow students are good people? That the professors and administrators working to prepare us for our futures want us to succeed? Some of them are standoffish, others arrogant. None of the students or educators is perfect, but who is? No matter their flaws, I don't want to believe any are capable of the whispered, sometimes hard-to-make-out words inside the recorder. See ya! Stacia's voice pulls me from my thoughts. We have to get going. Right, sorry. I slip into my coat, hoist my university bag onto my shoulder, and turn my back on my questions about the past. Those will have to wait. For now, I need to concentrate on my future. Stacia frowns as I step into the hall. Her dark blonde hair is pulled back into a sleek ponytail, making her angular features look sharper than usual. What took you so long? We're going to be the last ones to arrive. Which will make everyone nervous, I quip. They'll wonder why we didn't feel the need to get there early and compare notes with everyone else. Stacia's eyes narrow as she nods. You're right. I love psyching out the competition. I hate it. My parents taught me to value fair play over all else. Stacia doesn't notice my discomfort as we trek past healthy trees, thriving grass, and numerous academic structures. Not that she would say anything if she did. Stacia isn't one for girl talk or idle chatter. At first, her silences challenged me to bring her out of her shell, as I used to do for my best friend from Five Lakes. Now, with so many questions on my mind, I am grateful for the quiet company. I wave at a couple of older students as they walk by. As always, they ignore us. After today, the upperclassmen assigned to the same field of study will act as our guides. Until then, they pretend we don't exist. Most of my classmates have taken to ignoring them back. But I can't. My upbringing is too strong not to be polite. Ha! I should have known he'd be waiting for us. Stacia rolls her eyes and then laughs. I'd bet my family's compensation money that he hovered around you during the testing, too. Too bad I'll never know if I'd win that bet. My heart skips as I spot Tomas Endres standing near the front door of the four-story red-and-white brick Early Studies building. His dark hair blows in the late winter breeze. A university bag is slung carelessly over his shoulder. His gray eyes and dimpled smile are focused squarely on me as he waves and comes bounding down the steps. Tomas and I have known each other all our lives, but in the last couple months, we've grown closer than I dreamed possible back home. When Tomas is with me, I feel smarter, more confident, and terrified that everything I think I know and admire about him 
is a lie. Stacia rolls her eyes as Tomas kisses my cheek and entwines his fingers with mine. I was starting to get worried about you. The test starts in ten minutes. Sia and I didn't feel the need to get here early and cram like everyone else. We're totally prepared. Right, Sia? Stacia tosses her blonde ponytail and shoots me one of her rare smiles. Right, I say with more conviction than I feel. Yes, I have studied hard for this test, but the whispered words on the transit communicator make me doubt I could ever fully prepare for what is to come. Not for the first time, I wish my father were here to talk to me. Almost three decades ago, he attended the university. Growing up, I asked hundreds of questions about his time here. Rarely did he answer them. Back then, I assumed...